Hello, and welcome back to I Listen to Everything, the podcast where we break down music genres. How are you doing today, Drew? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. All right. What's up? <laughs> uh, the, the topic we're going to be discussing today, or the genre, I should say, um, is a very topical, not in the most fun way. It's very topical? Yeah, because it's... Like an acne cream? No. <laughs> not that kind of topical. Oh, okay. No, we're talking about current events. Oh, I see. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about Palestinian hip-hop. I see. Okay. Yes. Um, so the reason I want to talk about this today, because if you don't know, there's currently a pretty horrifying situation happening in Gaza right now, which is part of the state of Palestine. If you don't know about it, I suggest you look it up. Um, you don't have to, but I think it's important that people know about this. And it's been weighing on my mind a lot recently and so I thought well to the point where I almost didn't want to do the podcast because I'm just too like you know mm. frazzled by it but but I was like why not talk about it on the podcast through what I like the most music and especially hip-hop because hip-hop is has long been a like kind of protest music started out as yeah that's where it got like its popularity roots. So exactly, because in the United in the U.S., most hip hop artists are black people who, I mean, they're not always rapping about something that's very, you know, political or human rights, you know, abuses and things like that. But mm-hmm. but often they do, and that's how a lot of groups started. Groups like Public Enemy, we've talked about yeah. um, many before, um, and even when we talked recently about horrorcore, it wasn't necessarily political but they were rapping about horrifying things but that's because they're that's what they felt like they were experiencing in their daily lives Mm -hmm. and so i think that for palestinian hip-hop we can kind of see the same things going on and so that's what we're gonna be talking about today now palestinian hip-hop is not like a genre um because it's just hip-hop but in in a different language well not only not really in a different language because there are artists Palestinian artists who rap in English and French. It's not just Arabic, although there will be a lot of Arabic songs on this playlist. But um, and it's not just Palestinian artists in Palestine. There are also artists in all around the world. Basically, any Palestinian who lives, you know, in another country, because there are many, many Palestinian refugees all around the world Mm. and Palestinian immigrants all around the world. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get started. Um, So. Palestinian hip-hop started in the year 1998 with an, a group called DAM. And the name DAM, DAM, which is D-A-M, is an acronym for De Arab MCs. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so similar to like NWA, uh, where their name is also an acronym. And it typically tends to blend like Arabic melodies with hip-hop beats. So like I said earlier, the lyrics are usually sung in Arabic. There are artists who sing in Hebrew, English, French, a whole bunch of other languages. Um, And it includes artists from Palestine, but also Palestinians who live in Israel, um, as well as Great Britain, the US, Canada. There was an artist, a Palestinian artist from Montreal that I discovered while I was doing the research for this podcast. Are there a current artist or a former artist? No, like he's making music now. His name is Capitaine Gaza. Oh, really? Yeah, and he raps in French. It's pretty cool. Um, And so usually artists tend to use, like, traditional rap music to express 
their grievances with the social and political climate that they're experiencing. Because if you know what is happening and what has been happening in the West Bank, in the Gaza Strip, to Palestinians in Israel for the past 75 years, it's pretty horrific. And a lot of it, I've noticed, is similar to... Like, for example, um, Tamir Nafar, who is in the group Dam, mm-hmm. he started out, so he actually lives in Israel. He doesn't live in the West Bank or Gaza Strip, but he started out like, well, we're going to talk about him later, so it's <laughs> no okay. point in talking about it now. Yeah. But anyways, so <laughs> I'm all over the place. Okay, so Palestinian hip-hop artists usually use traditional rap to express their grievances with the social and political climate they're experiencing. This is especially in regards to the Israeli occupation. So... Palestine, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip are occupied by Israel. Um, they are strongly influenced by American rappers. So Tamir Nafar was Tamir Nafar is the um, uh, is one of the members of Dam, and he was influenced by Tupac. And he decided to take t- hip hop seriously when he heard Tupac's uh, sing "It's a Man's World." Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, it's a white man's world. <laughs> I don't know. I just put "it's a man's world." Yeah, I thought you just didn't want to say white for some no. reason. <laughs> No, it's a white man's world. That's the song. Um, It also includes Palestinian and Arabic music elements. So, for example, there's like different types of Arabic spoken word, like Zajal, which is a traditional form of oral poetry. There's also Mawal. I might be like totally butchering this. Sorry. But so Mawal is like Arabic. It's an Arabic genre of vocal music in a slow beat. And it's very, like, sentimental. And there's also Saj, which is a form of rhymed prose in Arabic literature. And it tends to be monotonous. So it's kind of similar to how, to, like, rapping, I guess, in a way. Mm. So these types of uh, spoken word, combined with the percussiveness and lyricism of Arabic music, creates, like, this unique form of hip-hop. Um, and I, it's like that, I think, in, like, other... It's not just Palestinian hip hop, it's like Arabic hip hop in general. And so and there's also like Middle Eastern and Arabic string instruments that are often sampled over hip hop beats. So it's like a very unique sound. And there was a time in the 2000s where a lot of artists were like hip hop artists in the US were using like Arabic instruments yeah, and like samples 2005ish. Yeah, towards that time, I think. Especially with Timbaland, I think. Timbaland did it, and most of the producers were doing it at that time. Yeah. Pharrell, I'm sure he did it. Yeah, I can't think of an example. I know there's a Jay-Z song. Jay-Z song. Why did I say (laughs) Jay-Z? Jay-Z song that, uh, Big Pimpin'. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. Um, So, in, this is what they do in Palestinian hip-hop. And the themes, like the lyrical themes are usually ones that affect Palestinians living in the occupied territories or in Israel as well as those in exile. Themes such as patriarchy, drugs, violence, corruption, and police brutality as well. So there's also themes of self-determination in the Palestinian homeland. This is obviously a big topic because Palestine is not a country. And so that's like obviously going to be a topic that is heavily discussed in the music. For example, there's a song called who is the terrorist by Dam? That one is actually not on Spotify, so we can't listen to that one. And songs like Free Palestine by the Hammer Brothers, and that one is also not on Spotify. Hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was hard to find like some of the artists on Spotify. I, I think it's because there's not as much of like recognition of these artists worldwide. Dam is like one of the big art, one of the big ones, and then there was a few others, especially like if ones that are 
in the U.S. and Canada where there's like, you know, big music industries. But in Palestine, obviously, they don't have like the infrastructure to be able mm-hmm. to do that. Right. So it's rare that we do get like Palestinian artists that we can actually listen to. And usually they're very explicit in their criticism of the current situation between Israel and Palestine. So who is the terrorist? That song is very like, you know, well, who is the terrorist? Because obviously people of Arab descent are often called terrorists and especially being called out right now. So that song sort of, you know, flips it. It's like, well, look at what you're doing to us. So who Mm. is actually the terrorist in this situation? There's also another artist called MC Abdul. And he focuses on this topic a lot. And he actually sings in English and he's from Gaza. And he has been rapping since 2020 when he was 12 years old. So right now he's only 15. But mm. like he's been in the game for three years now. I see. So we're going to be listening to him as well. That's going to be cool. Yeah. And um, they also rap about living conditions. So there's there's a rapper, Mahmoud Shalabi, who lives in Israel. He says, whenever I walk the streets, my enemy steps to me in ignorance. He demands my ID. Sees I'm an Arab, it drives him crazy. He begins to interrogate me, tells me I'm a suspected terrorist. So this is him talking about his experience living in Israel as an Arab person. And actually, I think these are song lyrics. Uh, Actually, I think, yeah. So this was a quote from a movie called Slingshot Hip Hop that was released in 2008 and talks about like the development of Palestinian hip hop. I didn't actually get to watch it, but that would probably be interesting to watch um, in relation to this topic if you're interested. And also in the song, Who is the Terrorist, there's lyrics like crawling on the ground, smelling the rotting bodies, demolished homes, lost families, orphans, freedoms with handcuffs, question mark. So very uh, pertinent to what's going on right now, actually. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so they also talk about things like the establishment of an independent state, so an independent Palestinian state. Um, They also saying a lot about Palestinian unity and pride. Um, this is to raise consciousness about this, especially for those in other, especially people in other countries who are Palestinian. Um, they will often like, you know, have a lot of pride of being Palestinian. Um, the song Prisoner by Dam says, our future is in our hands. There's still good in the world, my brothers. The sky is wide open. Take flight, my brothers. So like a message of hope, you know even after 75 years of being occupied. Mm -hmm. And also the song Born Here by Dam has the lyrics, when we said hand in hand, we should stand. We didn't just, we didn't mean just a finger because in order to achieve power, we shall all be together. Um, I I guess these are all like translated lyrics. I I think that I read that Tamir Nafer started out rapping in English because that was the only way he knew how to because he was listening to like American artists rap. Yeah, for sure. And then he had to get, like, accustomed to rapping in Arabic. I, I uh, read an interview that, where he talks about all that, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, but, yeah, so Palestinian hip-hop artists are not just limited to the Palestinian territories. There's artists like Ortega Al-Hassan, who, li- who was born in the United Arab Emirates. There's MC Gaza, who is a Palestinian refugee born in Algeria and raised in a refugee camp in Lebanon. There are a lot of Palestinian refugees in Lebanon. Mm. And there's artists like Arapeyat and Saz, who rap about the experience of Palestinian youth living in the West Bank. Um, Whereas Dam raps about the experience of Arabs who live in Israel. So there's all these different perspectives. And there's Palestinian American rappers as well, who, who rap about and sing about themes of racial profiling and discrimination against Arabs in the U.S., um, as well as solidarity with Palestinians. 
and there's Refugees of Rap, who are a, Pal- a Syrian-Palestinian hip-hop group based in Paris. Um, there's Shadia Mansour. She's one of the first ones I actually knew about because my dad showed me some of her music. Okay. Um, she's born. Uh, she's a British-born Palestinian hip-hop artist, and she's bringing attention to Palestinian hip-hop in Europe. So we'll listen to some of her songs today. So I wanted to talk a bit more about Dam because I... Um, read this interview he did with IMEU, uh, which is... Yeah, so the IMEU is the Institute for Middle East Understanding. So that's what that stands for. And so he did an interview with them. It's called Tamir Nafar, the Godfather of Palestinian Hip Hop. And it talks about him being born in in a town called Lid, or I think in Hebrew it's pronounced Lod, but um, it's in Israel. And it's a town where crime rates are very high, there's violence, there's poverty that affects the Palestinian residents because Palestinian neighborhoods are often neglected by Israel and the Israeli authorities. And um, he decided to turn to hip-hop because the crime and police brutality uh, made him lose a lot of friends. And he saw um, he started listening to Tupac at the time. He saw the video for Holler If You Hear Me, and in that video, it shows the cops talking to a young black kid who's handcuffed. And he, for, Naf- for Tamir Nafar, it, he said it looked just like his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he saw the parallels and he couldn't understand the lyrics, but he still felt connected to it. And it helped him express his own life. So he started translating the lyrics with a dictionary. He got a dictionary, started translating like a bunch of um, hip hop songs. But mm-hmm. 80% of them was, was just like slang. So it was very difficult for him to understand. And Palestine, of course, at the time didn't have like the producers to be able to, like there was no foundation to make hip hop music in 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decided to just download instrumental versions of known beats and then he rapped over them. So very like do it yourself. And he only found producers in 1999 and 2000 to make his own music. Plus the the Israeli hip hop scene was growing at the time too, so that helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so he started out rapping more about Lid, where he's born, versus Palestine in general. Um, he only started specifically rapping about being Palestinian after the second Intifada when Palestinians were like openly being killed. And so that really like inspired him. Um, and he performed the song Innocent Criminals in Tel Aviv, and it got very very rowdy yeah so he played at this show in tel aviv and like it it got very violent he said it went nuts in there people started fighting and that was when it hit me it's okay for me to for me to be nice and a gardener or a mechanic or the guy who delivers hummus but if i stop and say the garden i'm working on it was my grandfather's then these people were no longer my friends that night gave me this feeling that i wanted to be more political so people respect him when he just accepts what's going on you know mm-hmm. he talks about delivering hummus and things like that and being a gardener but as soon as he's like wait this is this was my grandfather's land and you took it for them it's like mm-hmm. as, once he starts to get political that's when it becomes a problem and so that's when he really started to um get more political in his work but his work is also not limited according to the this is a quote from the article his work is not limited to the confines of occupation so he does rap about other topics, but it's often reduced solely to his identity as a victim of apartheid. apartheid. And this can be limiting for a lot of new rappers. I did listen to some songs that I feel like weren't just about, you know, the harsh realities of 
Palestine. Um, but I feel like for the ones that are in Palestine, of course, you know, it mm-hmm. inspires them to, to mm-hmm. rap about it. Mm-hmm. He also made a song with MC Abdul, so that little kid that makes music. Uh, the song is called The Beat Never Goes Off. And this was in 2020 when MC Abdul was only 12, 12 years old. And the music video shows Tamir rapping in front of the apartheid wall. So there is a wall in the West Bank that separates uh, the Palestinian towns from this, this that separates Palestinian families actually and it has MC Abdul in the background projected on the wall because MC Abdul is in Gaza and Gaza is like separated from the West Bank so you mm-hmm. can't actually get mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so he's projected on the wall in the background to show like and this is a quote from the article this effect provokes both the unity of the Palestinian people and their forced separation and displacement as the two rap about occupation and the unwavering Palestinian spirit. Mm. So definitely check that out if you um, if you can. Yeah, so that's what I found about um, the artist Dam. But then, then I found another article, this is from 2019 from The Guardian. Um, it's about the Palestinian hip-hop crew BLTNM. And the, the title of the article is, If Israeli Soldiers Start Shooting, We Won't Stop the Interview. Um, I guess that was a quote from the interview, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is funny. Um, but not really that funny. It's actually kind of terrifying. But anyway, um, so the, yeah, the, this article is from 2019. And yeah, it talks about the collective BLTNM, uh, which is a, like a group of artists. It does talk a little bit about the history of Palestinian hip-hop. The first hip-hop artists in Palestine were Dam. Um, and, you know, they were rapping, like we said, about the high levels of poverty and crime in the town of Lod or Lid, like the genre's original home of the Bronx, New York. So showing the parallels between the two. Mm. Uh, so Dam's 2001 hit, Min Erhabi, which is Who's the Terrorist? I talked about that song before was a white-hot tirade against systemic injustice that catapulted the genre into the spotlight. Into the spotlight. Um, so that damn and that song really, like, kicked things off. And then there was another group called Ramallah Underground. Ramallah is another area in Palestine. And that was, like, the West Bank's answer to it. The artist Mohammed Masruji, who is known as Al Nathar, that's his, like, artist name, um, they created the experimental collective called Saleh Bouahed and this was the second generation of Palestinian hip-hop and they started experimenting with different sounds like jazz, grime, avant-garde sounds Uh, and then they started getting a little less political as well because you know life is not all just like you know the shit you're going through you Mm -hmm. can also have fun Mm -hmm. so then Shabajdid who is another rapper and he was really obsessed over the um, Saleh Bouahed tracks and he said he memorized every syllable, every ad lib, every snare. And then in 2016, he asked Masruji to make a beat for him to try rapping. And then they started collaborating together. And uh, we're actually going to listen to a few of his songs today okay, as well. And what's interesting, actually, is that, you know, Dam, he said that Tupac was his inspiration. Mm-hmm. But uh, nowadays, the inspiration for uh, Shabjdeed and Masruji are Young Thug and Future. So you can see how they're always inspired by who's popular in the United States. And so we get a lot of like trap beats and things like that. And uh, well, this is a quote, throaty bass rumbles, twinkling keys and percussion that ticks, rolls and swerves restlessly. 
Um, are they beatboxing with the kind of <laughs> That's a weird explanation. <laughs> and so instead of building up to a first album, they released a track online each week because of the listening habits in the West Bank, because Israel doesn't permit 3G access. Well, oh, Israel didn't permit 3G access until January 2018. Um, and the name BLTNM is actually pronounced Platinum. It's in reference to Dubai Music Institution Platinum Records. So, oh, okay. Because in if in an Arabic accent, you, instead of saying platinum, you say the P, you pronounce it with a B. Okay. Kind of like how Arabs say Pepsi, they'll say Pepsi. Never knew that. Yeah. It's, it's, an, it's just an Arabic accent thing. Okay. And the collective is, according to um, the 21-year-old 20, creative director, Ahmad Zagmuri, um, he says he wants it to be clear that this is an official brand, not just a group of friends or a crew. And it is aimed at ensuring longevity and legitimacy to prove that Palestinians can actually run a professional operation despite all the restrictions that they're facing. So they're really trying hard to like make it in the music scene. Um, I think I read somewhere that their goal is so that when you type in Arab hip hop online Mm -hmm. or Arabic music, you find them. Should we try and see if we find them if we Google them? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but despite like a strong artistic scene in the West Bank, there's not a lot of like promoters, managers, or venues. It's very difficult to actually, you know, put on parties because they have like a curfew um, or things might get canceled for whatever reason. And not a lot of artists can make money off of this um, except through funding, which apparently usually only goes to like traditional artists because hip-hop tends to well according to some people tends to distort anyone's comfortable image of palestinian culture um i do i did read that a lot of artists like they face some criticism doing hip-hop because that's like not a thing in palestinian culture it's like an american thing but uh so they're trying to make it normalized in their culture as well good yeah but they do um specify that like they don't want to just be about like we're Palestinian and we're talking about Palestinian issues. Um, their music is also for art, for fun, for getting wasted, according to the article. And it's also a way to like, you know, kind of push back against how the media shows Palestinians in only one way. It's like, oh, look, they're they're occupied or they're terrorists or they're, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say about Palestinians. They also can have fun and make hip hop music or just make music for fun. Masruji says, you don't have to be occupied to make a hit song. There might be a connection between the occupation and some of our verses, but we're also inspired by daily life, the market, the energy in downtown Ramallah, you know, things like that. And the others agreed, we don't, we need a break from everything, not just the occupation. We need freedom of speech, freedom to dance the way we want to dance, and freedom to just be us. So, with that being said, we should listen to some Palestinian hip-hop. Sounds good to me. But first of all, before we listen to music, what did you, what are your thoughts on uh, what we've, what was said so far? I'm curious to see how it's gonna connect like the the parallels not the parallels the comparisons to like american hip-hop if they were inspired by tupac and f- tupac tupac you've been saying tupac a lot. <laughs> if they're inspired by tupac and future and young thug is it gonna sound similar i think it's just gonna like sound like hip-hop but with a I think instrumental wise it'll sound like those yeah. artists but i don't know if the whole flow is gonna be the same 
Well, there's definitely some Arabic instrumentation in some of the songs, so that's going to be different. Um, I will say, though, that there's a lot of uh, songs on this playlist with that are in Arabic, so um, even though, like, the lyrics are important in this, because, you know, a lot of it is about protesting the occupation and apartheid and a lot of, you know, very serious things... Um, I will try my best to look at translations and hopefully that they're accurate. Right. Uh, but a lot of the um, titles are in English and they, they give you an idea of what the song's about. So the first one by Dam is called I Don't Have Freedom. It was released in 2006 in, for the album Dedication. So yeah, let's play that one first. so far mm, pleasantly surprised yeah yeah i love the the way it started out with like you know mm-hmm. the arabic instruments in the beginning and uh looking at the lyrics so this is from genius.com which it seems to be like it's translated well um but it so i'll just read a little bit of it we've been like this for more than 50 years living as prisoners behind the bars of paragraphs wow Uh, of agreements that change nothing we haven't seen any light and if we peek between the bars we see a blue sky and white clouds in the center a star reminds me that i'm limited but no i'm strong staying optimistic you won't limit my hope by a wall of separation and if this barrier comes between me and my land i'll still be connected to palestine like an embryo to the umbilical cord those are like shit yeah (laughs) those are really crazy lyrics like really good i mean mm-hmm. um just to you know talk a little bit about them so we've been like this for more than 50 years at this point it was 2006 so mm-hmm. um 50 years what's 50 years <laughs> yeah that makes sense because the uh, i mean it started in like 1948 so mm-hmm. and when he's like we- we haven't seen any light, and if we peek between the bars, we see a blue sky and white clouds. In the center, a star reminds me that I'm limited. So he's talking about the Israeli flag yeah. in that sentence. Mm-hmm. He re- he definitely, you know, learned from Tupac and then applied it to his situation yeah. in like the most in the best way. Okay, so that's damn. We'll play more songs by them later. Uh, I do want to play MC Abdul's. So this is from 2021. It's called Shouting at the Wall. Exhausted. Last night I couldn't sleep, but when I did, I could hear bones in my dreams. Nightmare situation. How could they be so evil? Making waters out of children and innocent people. We expect the bombs, not new 
What did you think of that? That was great. That that's a twelve year old. Mm-hmm. And I think like something like most of the population. I don't remember the exact percentage, but uh, most of the population in Gaza are like under the age of eighteen. So like. It's a population of just young people, and this kid is twelve years old singing about this, mm-hmm. which is wild. Like, he shouldn't have to be singing about all of this stuff, but he is. And this is from like twenty twenty one. Like, it's gotten even way worse now. It's well, it is a genocide at this point. And uh, but just seeing what he's singing about here, it's like, you know, he's saying we expect the bombs, not knowing where next. How in the corner of my room trying to protect my little brother as the buildings shake like it's possessed. But then he says, but nothing stronger than the will of the oppressed. And the Palestinian people are very, very determined. And a lot of them are not leaving, or they can't really leave because they're not really allowing them to. <laughs> but they they refuse to leave their homes because that's their home. Mm-hmm. Would you leave your home? Nope. Definitely very powerful. So the next one we're going to play is... El Kufi Arabiye by Sharia Mansour. And I remember when my dad sh- showed me this song, and it's about the Kufi. The Kufi is a traditional headdress worn by men uh, from parts of the Middle East, but it's not only worn by men nowadays. Nowadays, it's kind of like a symbol of Palestinian solidarity, and a lot of people wear them at protests and things like that. It's kind of like a checkered, like, some of them are red, but the the Palestinian one is like a black and white one. Mm. So yeah, this is what this song is about. And it's from the year 2010. So um, I'm trying to find like the translation of the lyrics. Uh, someone translated on this website called allthelyrics.com. Um, but it's interesting because the first one she says, Sabah al khair. Um, I don't remember what she says after that, but that's the only word I understood because it means good morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm trying to learn Arabic. I've ne- I never learned it. I-, I am half Lebanese, but I never learned it. So I'm, I'm attempting to learn it now. So um, please excuse any of my trans- of my pronunciations. <laughs> but apparently what she says in the beginning is good morning cousins. And she's referring to Jewish people because a lot of Palestinians and Israelis share DNA. Like they're basically cousins. So it's even crazier that this is happening to them. Um, 
And yeah, and then she says, come and honor us with your presence. What would you like us to offer you? Arabic blood or tears from my eyes? I think that's how they hoped we would greet them. Look how confused they are now that they've realized their mistakes. That's how we wear the kufiye, the black and white kufiye. Um, they thought they could play and wear it as a fashion accessory, no matter how creative they become, no matter how they change its color. An Arabic kufiye, it will always stay an Arabic kufiye. Our hatta, they want it. Hatta is another word for kufiye. Our heritage, they want it. Our dignity, they want it. Everything ours, they want. So this is what she's saying in the song, according to someone who translated it on the internet. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's Shadia Mansur. The next one I'm going to play is by Shabjdeed. So this is from the article that we read of The Guardian mm-hmm. uh, from 2019. And it's Shabjdeed and Al Nathar of the group Blatinum. And this song is called Amrika, which is America, but in Arabic. And the way it's spelled, though, in the title is with three Ks, which is a way a lot of, which is a way that a lot of people spell America, America with three Ks to like show how racist America is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very curious what this song is about. Let's play it. Okay, so that's kind of the newer one. This one is from which year? Hold on. 2020. And I think they're the ones who are inspired by like future. And you can kind of hear that in the in the music, but also in the way that he raps a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It's a little more like the newer hip hop, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, so this is the this is some of the translation. I see shapes bending around me because I'm drunk. I won't make it to the door. I barely made it to the house, but the key to the dog's jaw, and I slept on the stairs. It was a good sleep. Here's an overview of my day. He traveled the seas, Sindabad treacherous world parting and torment the brute has arrived don't smile at him i'm a scorpion to the liars i'm a witty scorpion who challenges the cub of that lion who fuck this country do you understand i don't know what he's talking about i'll be honest i'm a little confused but uh i'll just go a little bit i see him talking about saddam hussein in some of the lyrics arab presidents so i believe it's talking about America and its its doings in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah. I believe that is what this song is about. What did you think of it? Just the way it sounded. It sounded like he was talking shit about America. <laughs> he did sound kind of upset. Yeah. Like he was dissing it. Yeah, pretty much. I could feel the passion, even though I didn't really know what he was saying. <laughs> okay, so next we're going to play another song by Dam. This is from the same album, the dedication album from 2006. This one is called Stranger in My Own Country. Okay, 
Okay, so um, I found a little like information about this song. The song starts with the voice of the late Taufik Ziad. He was a Palestinian politician who was well known for his poetry of protest. I don't know anything about this politician, but it sounded really cool at the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's it a lot like of like a kung fu movie. Yeah, a little bit, but that was, I think, because the music. It's a bit more Eastern sounding, mm-hmm. obviously. So, yeah, it starts the song with the voice of the late Tafik Siad. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, Dam went to visit his family before they released the song, and they got a clearance to use his voice and words. The song continues with the verses that explains to the Arab world the catch-22 that faces Palestinians who live in Israel. Seen in Eric's lyrics like, the Arab world treats us as Israelis and is and Israel treats us as Palestinians. I am a stranger in my own country. In the third verse, Tamir raps the names of the 13 Palestinian civilians killed by Israeli forces in October 2000 demonstrations as a form of world play, uh, world play, word play, my God, using their names as verbs. Oh, that's interesting. This is this is when I wish I knew Arabic because it's it probably sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand it. Uh, Tamir explained that in an interview, it took him more than a month to deliver the political message using specific names as verbs and only in 16 bars and not more. It was challenging, but worth it. Sometimes after a show, someone surprises me and tells me I am the sister of one of the martyrs or the mother. And they come to talk to me after hearing his name in the song. It is sad, but it moves me. Mm. That's, I don't know. That's crazy to me. I love that. Um, okay, (laughs) let's continue. So I also want to play a song that Shadia Mansour did with a artist named Anna Tihu. And Anna Tihu is, I believe, a Chilean singer. Yeah, she's French-Chilean. Um, so this one is called Somosur, which is in Spanish. So I think they sing in Spanish and in Arabic, if I remember. Okay. It's been a while since I've listened to it. Uh, and this one is from 2015. Thank you. 
So that was uh, Anatihu, but I just want to get to the part where uh, Shadia Mansur sings. Is that like I'm sure what she's saying is very powerful, but that sounded really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the music behind it, oh, yeah. like when her part starts, is like that was a cool transition. Yeah, it was really cool. I like that. Um, and I'm just reading off this. Uh, I don't know what this website is, but I like the quote on this website it says "La música es el lengua materna del mundo." So music is the maternal language of the world. Mm. Which is kind of why I wanted to talk about this today, because I feel like people who, um, <clears throat> you know, I say like educate yourself on this topic, but a lot of people don't like to read books or read articles because it's boring. Some people would rather watch a documentary about it or things like that. And some people learn things through music and through hip hop mm-hmm. because that's how, I mean, everyone listens to music and to like learn about a situation through the lyrics in hip-hop can maybe like make you think oh like what's happening in palestine and then you read about it for yourself so i like that quote from this website it's uh wp.nyu.edu muslim pop i don't know is this like someone's school project or something i'm confused oh i think it's someone translating the lyrics on their like blog or something <laughs> i'm confused so that's somosur by anatihu and shadia mansur and according to this website, the lyrics mirror this attempt to create a sense of transnational solidarity to challenge the relentless forces of imperialism. And next, I want to talk about an artist called Saint Levant. I didn't think he was a uh, hip hop artist, but I guess this song is sort of hip hop in a way. This song is called Haifa and a Tesla. Rode a Haifa and a Tesla, told the soldier to relax, kicking us out of our homes. But they know we taking them back, yeah. Rode a hayfire in a Tesla. Immigration to the trap. Got echoes I hate in the front. With Bella Hadid in the back. What you love, Bella, Bella. We know what to do, Bella. Open fires and we reppin' in that seven. No water away from that. This is Jerusalem. Got it in use. What Jacob was saying, if I don't see what someone else will. But she still won't take it for his word. And I'm tired of watching all the blood spill, yeah. So, uh, the reason I. Okay, I actually know who this artist is, but I had only heard like a few of his songs and they were sort of more, I don't know, R&B, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I guess this would be considered like hip hop. Yeah. The lyrics are are interesting. It's He says he's, you know, writing to Haifa and a Tesla. Um, Haifa is a, is a town in Israel that obviously used to be Palestine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he says he got... He has Edward Said in the front and Bella Hadid in the back. So Edward Said is like a very popular or very famous um, Palestinian author mm-hmm. um, who wrote a book called uh, Orientalism that talked about like criticizes how the West views the East. Mm-hmm. It used to be called, they used to call them Oriental people, which is not I a remember. thing you say now. Yeah. <laughs> you remember. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so Edward Said in the front, Bella Hadid in the back, the Bella Hadid, the model who's half Palestinian. 
um, and who has talked about Palestinian issues before, and it has gotten her death threats. And imagine being Palestinian, not being allowed to talk about Palestine. Um, And then he's like, we bump in Fedus and... (laughs) And we rep in the 970. I don't know what the 970 is, but I know who Fedus is. She's a very popular Lebanese singer. Uh, so a lot of different references in this, um, not just to Palestinians, but also just Arabs in general. What did you think of that one? That was a good song, though. Yeah. I think, well, he is from, he's based in California, but he's a Palestinian, French, Algerian, Serbian artist, according to his website. Okay, so he's the son of a French and Algerian mother and a Palestinian and Serbian father, which whom with whom he speaks French natively. And a lot of his songs will have English, Arabic, French. So he sings in like all three languages, which is really cool. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, next song I want to play is called Shachaf by Heikal. And this is from 2021. I think that the Arabic language works really well for hip hop because mm-hmm. it just sounds so like it's it's like an instrument in itself. Well, especially because we don't understand what they're saying. So yeah. to us, it just works really well with the music. It's it's like it's almost like it's part of the percussion. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm not trying to make this sound bad. <laughs> oh, no. But I love that song because it sounds like when the drums come tapping in. Mm hmm. Sounds like Mario jumped on Yoshi in a level and the beat drops. <laughs> so it's kind of nostalgic. Too. Yeah. I didn't catch that. <laughs> but I like I like the the instrumentation mm-hmm. in this music. I think in this music and the song. Yoshi vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to uh, look at the translation for this and I'm, I'm very confused. I don't know what it's talking about. Even if I read it right now, it's not going to make any sense. So I think it's just a weird translation. But yeah. But I don't. It could mean, be slang too. Could be slang, and uh, it might not even be anything about Palestine, which we said earlier that you know not all artists are specifically talk about Palestinian mm-hmm. issues. Palestinians can have fun too. Um, all right. So the next song we're gonna play is Janine by El Far'i. Far'i. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but this is that song. الدنيا تحاول تنسيك وتقول لك سيبه في شهيد على الفجر جنين مليان اعلام في سبات ومسيره سلمتي كل ما تحس مش ضايل دم ولا خطره اخيره في شباب تتخفش الموت انا خفت تفكر ما بنحكي لك 
كل ما الدنيا تحاول اتنسيك وتقول لك سيبك في شهيد على الفجر وجنين مليان اعلام في زباد ومسيره سلمتي كل ما تحس مش ضايل دم على فتره اخيره في شباب بتخافش الموت انا خفت تفكر ما بنحكي لها اللي حملوا الحق في بلاد الحق تقلكش يا اخو ولا مره تليفون بوصل بالحبس بقول الجب اللي واقف بره ما في تراجع هو ولا مره تخاذل هو ولا مره اكثر كيبت الناس الحره بشم خيانه بتطلع بره I'm trying to find translations, but I can't. But um, I will say, though, that Jenin is a city in the state of Palestine in the Israeli-occupied West Bank. So I'm assuming that's what it's talking about. Hmm. Any Arabic speakers, let us know. Dad, I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) There's also, like, um, a lot of different dialects, so uh, it's possible that, like, my dad won't understand what he's saying. We'll see. If it's a Palestinian dialect. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so next song we're going to play is uh, another one by Saint Levant. This is called From Gaza with Love. from Gaza with love yeah I like the lyric uh, to be Palestinian is to always rep where you come from mm-hmm. so if you're Palestinian you always gotta you know be prideful I, I notice a lot of Palestinians will like wear like a Palestinian necklace like the the outline of the map and like well there will always they'll always somehow show that they're Palestinian mm-hmm. because if we don't I feel like if they don't talk about it it's like you don't want to lose Palestine. And so that's why so many are staying there now because it's their home, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, next song I'm going to play is called In An by Dabur and Shabjdid. This song sounds very um, like emotional and like what's the word dramatic mm-hmm. and I just did a little bit of research on it and apparently this has become like an anthem of the recent and also ongoing outbreak of violence that was initiated in Jerusalem's in Jerusalem in uh, Sheikh Jarrah. Um, so this was from a few years ago where uh, there was like Israelis moving into Palestinian homes uh, recently, mm-hmm. I think in 
maybe two years ago. And Sheikh Jarrah was one of the villages that were being um, targeted. And so this song is about that. So the next song we're going to play is called The Beat Never Goes Off. And this is the song that was a collaboration with Tamir Nafar and MC Abdul in 2020 when he was just 12 years old. So let's play that one. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. They like they're referencing a lot of different things. Like he's a little Black Panther. But Black Panthers were um, freedom fighters in the United mm-hmm. States, so he's saying he's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they're referencing well, Malcolm in the Middle. That one's funny yeah. to me. <laughs> uh, I have a cream. So the way that's spelled out in the lyrics is yeah. uh, C R E A M, like with the like how like the song by Wu Tang, Crash Rules, everything around me. I have a cream Dr. King Wu-Tang Clan. It's it's like combining the two. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so that's uh, MC Abdul and and Tamir Nafar of Dam. Uh, I like that one a lot. I really want to watch the music video. I didn't do that, but I will watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last song we're going to play is... The reason I want to play this one is because it's... Okay, it's by Dam. It's called Overdose. But it was actually featured in the Netflix series Mo, which is a show that we watched about oh, yeah. a Palestinian comedian. And uh, if you haven't watched it, it's really funny. And uh, yeah, so I just want to play that one. I actually haven't listened to it yet. So Chocolate hummus, the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the show, like this guy is trying to feed him. No, this woman is trying to feed him chocolate hummus at the store. And he gets really offended because who the hell puts chocolate in hummus? Uh, but it's a thing. I've seen it at my grocery store. Yeah. Haven't tried it. Maybe it's good. I don't know. I tried it. It wasn't very good. It wasn't good. No. It's chickpeas. <laughs> like, I know that people make brownies out of beans, but no. 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 Anyways. Okay. <laughs> this is Overdose. <laughs> Take the cold and add pressure Down in the same clandestine 
Dominant hand, caress my weapon. No half-stepping, a transgression. Print no retraction or correction. No cooperation or confession. Only make statements and projections. Bow my head in reverence in the presence. Al Oxa ancestor essence. My savage methods are battle-tested. Smack wreckage out your dumbass neck in a nanosecond. Not sweating a shining cloud. But if it's means getting shouted out, you're not about to leave mine out. Whoa. I'm a little confused. Because the lyrics here are in Arabic, but this guy is singing in English, and mm-hmm. I'm just, like, lost. Anyway. Okay. Well, that was Palestinian hip-hop. What did you think about that? They make good music. They do. I, like, for a an area of the world that doesn't have, like, all of the resources that we have here in, like, the West, it's pretty cool what they're able to do and what they've done so far strong will and talented i know i know and also like i feel like the living conditions probably inspire them to to rap about this and i feel like a lot of good music comes from struggle which is sad but Mm -hmm. evident in this genre for sure um i really enjoyed a lot of the music and i hope that like it taught some people well i hope it exposed some people to uh what's going on in Palestine and Gaza and the West Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> right now, it's very, like, very horrifying. But this is sort of like, it's been going on for so long, for 75 years mm-hmm. and more than that. So it's like, I really just wanted to talk about it. And I was like, why not show that through music? As it said in that random website, music is the maternal language of the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. It can speak to a lot of people. And even without knowing the lyrics, I can I can feel it in the music Mm -hmm. so good job opening up the conversation on this episode thank you thank you i'm glad i did it i i think that it's good to like show some palestinian artists as well Mm -hmm. all around the world they're Mm -hmm. everywhere yeah um yeah i hope you like this episode and see you next time see you next time bye